This is the story of how a group of people brought music back to Afghanistan by creating their own version of American Idol. The joy they brought to the nation. You're free completely. No one is there to destroy you. The danger they endured. They said my head should be cut off. I'm John Legend. Listen to Afghan Star on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. As important as choosing the right destination when traveling is choosing the right travel partner. Gene! Gene Fodor! Gene was wooden! But be careful, because the worst trips result when two partners have two different agendas. The CIA really need your help, Gene. Freeze, Americano! Gene, run! Listen to Fodor's Guide to Espionage on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Worst Year Ever, a production of iHeartRadio. Welcome to the worst year ever. We'll get through it together or not. Everything is so dumb, 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 dumb. Hi, guys. Welcome to the continuous saga of the worst year ever. We are your weary hosts. We are weary. The morning zoo crew coming I at am, you. I am as tired as Chris Rock's cheek is sore. Oh. I'm sorry, maybe not that sore. It was a slap. Um, how's everybody doing? So good. Have, Have you watched Patriot time. yet? <laughs> nope. Not yet. Do you know every week more people <laughs> tell me my God, thank you. Thank you, Katie. You have changed my life with this recommendation. Why haven't these boys I've, watched this show? I, I will keep bringing it up yeah. as you should. <laughs> I'll watch it eventually. I've, right. gotten, I've gotten zero, zero private messages thanking so, me okay. for talking about you the know Vampire what? Diaries. Everybody, I mean, I get a lot and of I, I'm, I'm pretty disgusted by that. You're right, um, right. There's something to be said about that. Mm-hmm. Everybody that sends me their praise, why don't you send that to Cody and Robert? <laughs> yeah, CC. You can CC on Twitter DMs, ask right? Them, ask <laughs> them. Yeah. You can CC mm-hmm. me, but CC. Mm-hmm. See you CC them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. What have you been doing if not watching Patriot? Friends. Crying. Uh, Oh God! <laughs> I said cry. Oh, you know, I, 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 I watched through the first season of that Theranos show, not the documentary, but the the fictionalized show. Yeah. Mm. Um. The, how'd you like it? With the mean girl. It, it's fine. Like, I have a, I have a friend of Cypher. Yeah. It's not bad. I also started watching uh, t- uh, Tommy Lee or and uh, the Aunt oh, Pamela geez. Anderson and Pamela. Uh, pretty good Seth Rogen performance i i thought oh is he uh 
Yeah, he's he plays the guy who steals the sex tape. That's not a spoiler mm. because oh, it yeah. happened it decades happened. ago. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. News story. Yeah, yeah. I am familiar um, of what this what happened. Yeah, I'm only like an episode in, but it you know it, it gets me. I have a I have learned. I, I was surprised to learn this, but I have a weakness for shows about famous criminal things from like the mm-hmm, 90s. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I love the O.J. Simpson. Show. Did you like love it? Yeah. Huge Tanya Harding. Did you watch that Tanya Harding movie? Oh, yeah. absolutely. I loved I Tanya. Yeah. Uh, I really enjoyed the the American Crime Story and the Clinton impeachment. I'm I'm yeah. all about that shit. Feed it, pump it into my veins. I want to go back in time and commit one? some crimes in the mid nineties. That's the one from recently, right? With um, yeah. yeah, it was like Dean a year Feldstein? ago, I guess. Yes. I don't know the names of anybody, yes, but the guy they got to play Clillery. You know what I thought was no, pretty she good. She plays ab- Monica, right? Oh, I thought <laughs> so, you said I'm like so off of it. I'm so what, off. I what heard, I liked about it. I heard it. the wrong name. I thought you were just no, no, about, yeah, about it, Edie Falco, who I think plays. Oh yeah, I heard Edie. Series, you said Beanie. Uh, Beanie Feldstein, yes, plays Monica Lewinsky. You are on it. I am not. I'm gonna go back yeah. to where I was. I enjoyed. Like it made me think that we need more TV shows where the villain is a Bill Clinton type, where he's mm-hmm. like this this really smooth, charming, mm-hmm. kind of good old boy who you, obviously like knowing the story, I came into it being like, well, Bill Clinton's one of the bad guys of this, but they do a good job of like making him appear very genial and and gradually sinister as the thing goes on. And good. I just think he's a, he's a good, he's a good character to be a, a bad guy. It's fun. We love it. We love to see it. Portrayed on TV. Yeah, yeah you like you like. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't love seeing it, but on TV, yeah. you know. But now um, we love to see recognition of it. Yeah. Um, no, no one has yet hit the highs of Ross from Friends being OJ's best buddy, but <laughs> the juice. <laughs> I've been watching um, uh, the uh, well. First off, Minx on HBO. My friend uh, Jess is on it. And she's fabulous. And it's a really great fun show that I recommend about, you know, creating the female gaze in the 70s and the first uh, porn magazine for women. And that's fun. That's a fun little romp with lots of dicks to look at Um, and a great cast with Jake Johnson, Cody. Um, We love Jake. We love him. He's always at chemistry. The other thing I'm watching is the um, inventing Anna. The ah Anna Delvey. The Anna Delvey thing. The like from Shondaland. Shonda Rhimes. Yeah. Yeah. I showed Garrison the first Austin Powers movie recently. For the first time. Yeah. Yeah. They'd never seen it. Yeah. Pretty sobering. It actually holds up pretty good. I'm not going to ever. They're so young that they haven't seen Austin Powers. Is like wow. (laughs) But the first Austin Powers holds up holds up pretty good. I I love. I I do love me some Mike Myers. Yeah, surprisingly, like not problematic from a sexist sexism point of view. Uh, to the extent that like most things from that period of time yeah. you, that you would definitely expect from that. Yeah, there's from that era and really that nice kind of moments. Movie. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Yeah. Didn't the robots have like? Stuff yeah, there's out of like their robots tits. that yep. shoot out of their tits. There's also a good scene where like Lots the, the girl he's hitting on is like drunk and tries to make out with him he's like no 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 that wouldn't be right you know you're you're well, right you're, isn't you're drunk um, and I'm isn't, not. A lot of the, isn't a lot of yeah. the stuff in that movie pointing out the tropes yeah. of that yeah. stuff like it's not being like look isn't it fun uh, it's like this is what they this is what these movies are yeah 
Yeah, it was it 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 has it has its, its progressive. Moments. Mm. I it, it's one of those things. It's remarkable because finishing that movie, you're like, boy, that was fun. I could I could go for another romp with with Austin Powers, and then you remember what the sequels were, and you're like, no, you know what? No, that was mind. all we needed. That was I all. Challenge we needed. You, I challenge you to watch the uh, sequels. And Absolutely I not. Seen them. Absolutely. Maybe they're amazing. Not. Maybe they're amazing. You don't know. Anyway, what a What's Will up? Smith. How's it going? Is that what we're doing? We talk about Will Smith. Uh, and the cultural Rosetta Stone that is Will Smith <laughs> slapping. <laughs> Chris We've Rock. got some takes. Twitter mm-hmm. was incredible. Yeah, Gare put, Gare put together some some of the some of the top contenders for most Our incredible favorites. Twitter interactions. Yeah, the takes. Well, first of all, real quick, I guess my question is, does anybody here have actual takes beyond like, that was wild? I think it's kind of, I, yeah, I'm fine I with I do it. actually kind of have a take. Yeah, I'm fine okay. with it. So, yeah. And then it's, I felt well, like, I felt like when then when I saw Twitter the next day, I was like, oh, like my first thought was like, dang, nobody but Will Smith could get away with that. That was mm. my very first reaction. Um and do I think it's inappropriate to walk on stage? Yeah, man, that's embarrassing for everybody. Don't put your I mean, yeah. like that. Like, <laughs> it's like not honestly, ideal there's behavior. A, there's like a more chivalrous way and a classier way to call them out. Like even walking up on stage and taking the mic away and yeah. saying what you want to say up there and then handing it back, that would be a better move. Regardless, had that shit gone down in a bar, you know we all would have been cheering him. You know yeah, that if it, some fuck insulted his wife in a bar, not only would we have cheered it, we would have expected it. Some people would say like, oh, man, that was too far, but it's not none like of he this. beat him with a chair or like hit him with no. a broke his jaw. No, he like gave him and an open palm do- slap. Do I also think that he, but yes, I also think, no, he shouldn't have done it. And I think that perhaps they're going through some shit. I don't know what's happening in his life and like what fight with him and Jada might have preceded this moment, some conversation where he needed to go, whatever shit. I don't know, but obviously he's going through something. There's also that that's lacking from this whole conversation of like, and then the other thing I really hated while I'm just ranting and ranting, I, I, Deleted it because I didn't want to be contributing to the online conversation anymore. But yeah, Who when I first that, logged yeah. on, seeing lots of people put in like calling, saying, saying Will Smith behaving like a thug. The yeah. f- get that word oh, out of boy. your mouth yeah. talking There's about some Will Smith. Some people, oh, yeah. some people are being real problematic. People sit down. And like I yeah. really respected, and like like with anything, this is my recommendation. Well, sit, sit down I'm until very... he gets the Oscar, and then give him a standing ovation. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, then no. there's that. But I mean, in general, my my feelings about Twitter takes the next day after things are like, you better sit and watch for a minute because there's going to be this first reactionary, and then the people of color are going to speak up and say actually and make the real points. Like, actually, it's a really big deal uh, for a black woman to be publicly shamed about her hair loss. It's a it's something that most of us don't uh, you most of you guys don't even know or pay attention to what this means. Like, actually. And so maybe it's an opportunity for everybody to listen and learn instead of spouting off or how Garrison has cobbled together the shocking amount of people incredible daring, takes daring it's been to take beautiful. compare this to the motherfucking war in ukraine okay it's i'll amazing. stop ranting well it's just this it's this beautiful thing where we can't have two things going on in the Unbelievable. world 
yeah. that are that are just completely separate. Like any rational person would be like, okay, even if you agree these are both worth talking about, there's nothing, there's no similarity. Like nothing, no through line connects these, right? Will yeah. Smith hitting a yeah. guy because he made a joke about his wife has nothing to do with a land war in Europe. But because <laughs> Unless... they're both happening at once, you can't you can't just like let things be things. If... Everything has to tie into everything. But like what if I want to get people to click on stuff? Oh God! I could make it about the war, though. Somebody, so, we should read some um, of these. Yeah, real yeah. quick. So, yeah, we will. God we should. We should. Yes, right. I, I, absolutely. I just, I just think it's like it's okay to be like, "Wow, that joke is pretty insensitive." Um, and, and it's okay to be like, especially you hit when people at the Oscars, which I disagree with. I actually think most people at the Oscars. There should be at least one slap per Oscar. Face. Um, yeah. But, uh, well, it made it a better but like, show. But it did make it Chris, a better show. But That's Chris beyond. Rock had also, he also like made a documentary about this issue specifically. It's a pretty it's, good documentary. It's called Good Hair. Starlene, and it was inspired um, by his daughter asking why she doesn't yeah. have good hair. Um, so like the issue that Katie, you alluded to is like something he's aware of. That he's aware um, of. But like, yeah. but so like, so it's, it's like, yeah, insensitive joke. Um, it's uh, you know it's, it's also but like just, he said it anyway, and also like yeah, um, uh, fine, like obviously like his right to get offended, like every every step of the way, it's like ah, shouldn't have done that. I understand why he did, like every every step yeah. of the way, you know, it's I, like I yeah, I don't uh, probably shouldn't have gone up a stage and slapped the guy up, like on TV, but I got get why I, like yeah. all the steps. I'm like yeah, I get it. Wouldn't shouldn't do that, but I don't know. I, I get yeah. Will Smith's actions like fundamentally. If we take everything else out of this, I don't get why Chris Rock was getting up on stage at the Oscars in 2022 and making a joke about the film G.I. Jane. Oh, well, that's <laughs> yeah. I mean, just on its face, <laughs> I, I have had say, to repeatedly explain you... to people what that movie was. Yeah. No, everyone keeps going. Is she? Is are they making one? Mm-hmm. I don't why think did he... he. This was like a writers' room situation. I think he got on stage and and like looked was at the just... room and made a. Poor, poor, poor decided joke. to do some crowd work. Well, also yeah. like, yeah, and it's. I mean, it's very funny that it was about a GI Jane joke, but also, yeah, like, and him saying like it was a. He literally, he said like it was a GI Jane joke. Mm-hmm. But I will posit said, that it no, wasn't. No, he a, said, "Dude, dude, it was a GI Jane mm-hmm. joke." But I will, I would put forth that it was not a GI Jane joke. The joke was about her hair. But it referencing was an G- like it's joke. not it's not a GI Jane joke like that's right. Uh, right. Like not what a lot it was of, but a lot of people learned what alopecia was that's true yes that's true um okay so let's read some of these some of these incredible some of these, takes um incredible takes some of, yeah takes beyond wow will smith point- slapped chris rock on stage at the oscars that's fucking wild beyond that take which i think is reasonable to have um, what are your favorite? I, I gotta <laughs> say, one last comment on the slap itself. You can really tell how much time Will Smith has put into the craft of being an action star because <laughs> that was an that was a good looking slap. Oh, I was gonna that, say like, like that was a slap like that registered yeah. on how? camera. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, will, I, I, I do want to say actually again, God, this it's just what a interesting day it had been. <laughs> um, the a lot of people like obviously are like thinking about like, well, is this a it was, sta- it was staged. It was totally staged uh, for whatever reason. Uh, while also getting mad at this weird Kirsten Dunst joke. Um, but Which, uh, the Kirsten Dunst <clears throat> joke she was in on and it was 
It was even if big. she wasn't in on it, it was a compliment it was to awkward. Kirsten Dunst. It was uncomfortable, it's, but it's the most yes. standard joke that you do at the Oscars, which is I don't know this famous person. Yep. Whatever, who cares? Um, the idea that people were mad about it and didn't understand it and needed her to apologize is like whatever. Okay, but. Um, people are like, oh, look, Chris Rock, like, it's so, totally staged. You can see him, like, preparing for it. You, you like, wait, he's waiting for Will Smith to, like, walk up to him. And, like, he's smiling and, and like, it doesn't, it seems like he doesn't know what's going on or whatever. Like, I just wanted to point out, Chris Rock has, um, a nonverbal learning disorder. Um. Oh, does okay. So, yeah, uh, he's talked about it, uh, just the past couple of years. Um, I think, like, in, yeah, just a couple of years ago, there's a piece on it. So, like, he didn't register that like that's not how he like uh operates socially necessarily um by like seeing like will smith walk up to him like he's gonna slap and go oh i understand this situation um so uh, i just wanted to to point that out someone walks (laughs) on stage i'm certainly not anticipating what their move is is that they're going to hit me. I if think you're hosting the Oscars, it. you don't think that somebody's going to I slap you think, on stage. I, mean, I think he I, might I, walk gonna, on stage and grab the mic. I'm going to actually argue on the other side. <laughs> really? Because I, I, if I am, and I, I'm, I'm sure, Katie, that if I'm you, I probably don't think that. But I have <laughs> said a lot of things that have made people hit <laughs> sure, me in the face sure. in the past. And so if I am on stage making fun of Will Smith's wife and I see him walking up to me, my assumption is going to be, <laughs> oh, you know what? I probably went a little too far there. I think Will Smith's about to cold cock me. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Um, All right. I, some of these yeah. tweets. Yeah. Do we want to go to an ad break first? All right. Okay. Um, sure. You know who won't slap? Chris Rock in the face because how would they ever be in a position to do that? That's not um, a realistic thing to expect from our sponsors. It's not impossible. It's not impossible, but not likely. Unless it's one of those like gag hand slap things. That's mm-hmm. right. And I don't. I don't think I approved any sponsor like that. So we're probably safe. Welcome to the worst year ever. We'll get through together or not. When the Taliban banned music in Afghanistan, millions were plunged into silence. Radios were smashed. Cassettes burned. You could be beaten or jailed or killed for breaking the rules. And yet, Afghans did it anyway. This is the story of how a group of people brought music back to Afghanistan by creating their own version of American Idol. The danger they endured. They said my head should be cut off. The joy they brought to the nation. You're free completely. No one is there to destroy you. I'm John Legend. Listen to Afghan Star on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bean Dad, The Dress, 30 to 50 Feral Hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus, where every week I take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who were they? What made them so notorious? Why did the internet choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? 
I'll be talking to internet historians, experts, and yes, the main characters themselves to get a fuller picture. Because I think that even outside individual experiences, a character of the day tells us something about how the internet worked at that time and how the attention economy developed into the freaky three-headed dragon it is today. Together, we probably won't be able to properly log out, but we can take a walk down scary internet memory lane and see one day a little more clearly. Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature, and of course, we'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table, because geek culture is pop culture, and we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Everything is so dumb, 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 dumb. Let's finally get to these takes. <laughs> so the first one, we, we have a lot of people decided that a couple, like the, the the number one thing to compare this to, again, was was the war in Ukraine. So there's like this take where they've got someone has replaced Will Smith's head with a Russian flag and mm-hmm. they're, they're slapping a flag of the fascist Azov Battalion, which is a, a Ukrainian militia unit. Um, that's by Koba, uh, mm-hmm. who is, a uh, Koba was Stalin's name. So it's, it's some sort of like online, uh, uh communist guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there's another take that I think is even better. White people on here crying about how violence is never okay, but frothing <laughs> at the mouth for the U S to invade Russia, which is well, also very funny. <laughs> I just so like, that one's so good. Why can't yeah. like. Why things can't be different from each other? <laughs> why? Why does this why have to have any like, 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 situations that. just like, like not this, be one to one comparisons? But I, I will say at least these these are broadly in line with what just like people do jokingly about everything, where it's yes. like, well, this is a thing that went viral, so let's attach it. Like, like these are these are tongue in. Pro- well, some some, some of them are tongue in cheek. Some of them are yeah. like some the one the not. one that is Max like the Blumenthal's woman walking away not. and the guy and the girlfriend turning over their shoulder and checking. Yeah, this is impossible to describe. But the person walking away in red yeah, is yeah, Will. You, you know, the distracted one. girlfriend meme. The boy yeah. is yeah. media. Or distracted and boyfriend. Sorry. The the distra- the girlfriend is Zelensky. Um, this one. What Will Smith did to Chris Rock is the same as what Putin did to Ukraine. Putin <laughs> felt threatened and disturbed. Will felt threatened and disturbed. We all love violence. Let's admit it. War is the same as hitting. It's hitting cities. I bet Putin loved it. The I feel funniest, why Will did it. Un- unreal. Yeah, the, the skin cells on Chris Rock's that. cheek are dead now, just like civilian casualties. It, it's because he's like literally that take is saying that, well, look, Will Smith, uh, like Putin felt threatened by civilians in Ukrainian cities, so he had to level those cities and kill tens of thousands of women and children. In the same way, Will Smith felt threatened by Chris Rock and had like 
it, it's nonsense in just based on the fact that there was a single person responsible for making the statement that made Will Smith angry, and he slapped that single person. It would be a just comparison if Will Smith had slapped everybody on stage at the Oscars, had just like right. walked mm. through the crowd hitting every person. Then and I it would was be like, like, wow, he really is kind else. of doing a Putin at the he Oscars. He's on a rampage, isn't how, he? How strange. And like said it was about like a, yeah. an unrelated joke from like yeah. a year or two ago. Said, said it was about the thing. Chris yeah. Rock joining NATO. Yeah, exactly. Then we would all be like, um, well, I guess this does compare to the situation in Ukraine. I'm not really sure why. I also like the, uh, the like, it's it's more Will Smith is Putin, but there's some Will Smith is Zelensky. Oh, there sure <laughs> is. Like, there I sure just love that it's like, whatever you want. Just, just, um, see, just see. I, I an, made a comment the beautiful. instant that that slap went viral. I was like. Y'all, this this is going to be. You are going to see a lot of takes comparing to the, the situation in Ukraine, and both men will be stand-ins for both nations. Mm-hmm. Oh, and yeah. the very next prophet. day, there was an article in some fucking website that that is a, a a bigger name website than it has any right to be, with the title like "The Will Smith Doctrine Has No Place in Ukraine." Oh my god, so good! One of the best. <laughs> yep, there it Out, is. Outstanding. Oh god, so good. It's just well, and then I I also wanted to um, mention <laughs> before this even, um, it really frustrated me the way a bunch of actors and like Sean Penn specifically start saying like I'll give back my statue if the Oscars if the Academy doesn't Sean invite Penn. Zelensky to talk. The fuck are you talking Shut about, the fuck man? Up, Sean <laughs> Penn. Get out of here. Are you making your documentary? Do you think? Do you think for a second that man has time? Well, it's to also broadcast just like, in the middle of the night where they also, are. Also, like he is broadcast. Or like, rec- why do you need it? Why do you need it at the Oscars? Like, yeah, it, it's it's do, it's it's not. He addressed address Congress. What do you like? like like I don't think has Zelensky made any statement about wanting to speak at the Oscars. It's nonsense. Of course like, not. But like, he's got things to do. Like whatever you're putting like, on yeah, the war, yeah, the man an actor, has a full but... plate. But like the egoism, and it's the Oscars. The egoism of thinking that like, well, we are the elite of the world. We should be lending our stage to this man. It's the motherfucking American Oscars yeah. that nobody cares about. Nobody People watches. in Hollywood don't even also, care. Who like, was it? Fucking um, was it De Niro uh, that like it forgot was, no, to it was, show uh, up? It was, was it De Niro or Al Pacino? I think it was Al Pacino. It, it was one of the. I think it was Pacino. Yeah, just like forgot it's that it was that night. Like literally, he just forgot. Um, Which we so all did until Will Smith slapped Chris Rock. Yeah, exactly. That was the moment I learned the Oscars were that night. Yeah, Al Pacino confirms he forgot to go to the Oscars. <laughs> <laughs> Al Pacino the is, the with the is only just, reasonable state. Um, <laughs> like, but also, like, the Sean Penn thing, it's so funny to me, because, like, okay, man, give your Oscar back. Yeah, dude. Like, yeah. like what, will that, what will that do? No, Who remembers, like, who has the, actual, the physical Oscar statue? Are you going to... Is he still <laughs> fucking over there? <laughs> making his documentary... Is my question also? Oh, I and I was just thinking about that too. Like, 
Yeah, you're right. Just fine. Give it back, Cody. Like, give the statue back. Um, but like, he can't because he's in Ukraine, I guess. Oh, he didn't um, say he'd give it back. He said he'd smelt it. Down. Oh, he's, no, he's 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 down. in he's in Poland. He got out of Ukraine very quickly once the invasion but here, started. But like, even that egoism and centering. I know we probably talked about it then, but it really it's what bugs Sean me, Penn y'all. Does. It's what Sean Penn does, but like some people defending him, like, well, what's wrong with that? What's wrong with that? Are you think? Do you think that there aren't Ukrainian filmmakers? That are documenting what's happening well, to and- their home? Yeah. Does this man need to come and get in the fucking way and take up resources? No, it's not. It, like, it's one of those things. Uh, a lot of journalists have died covering this war uh, as actual yeah. journalists, as opposed to like yeah. showing up and then immediately bouncing when it got scared, which is like yep. good. He should have left he when the invasion started, but like he should also not have just been like you, Sean Penn. You are you are Sean Ass Penn. You're Sean Penn. Like you you don't, you're not needed there. You're not supposed to be there. You're not bringing the attention to a conflict. Putting you there are not be best. It's like that dude who just that British kid who showed up in Afghanistan to be like, "LOL, I'm on vacation in Afghanistan as Kabul <laughs> is falling." It's like get the like no no like this yeah, is very serious. Not. A lot of people's lives are being destroyed. A lot of people are dying. Like it's not about you. Go I go have- away. I can't believe how much I used to res- <laughs> not respect him, but like Sean Penn. There's no oh, not Sean Penn, but like in general, I used to just being younger and naive, and then like thinking adults were smarter. Or like oh no, they're not. Yeah, that's always a mistake. Sphere, like they must be no, and like just how fucking dumb. That's part of it. Like I did used to care about the Oscars. I used to think you know it's magic and all of this and entertainment. And these filmmakers, but now I know that these what bullshit it is that none of these actors necessarily deserve the praise, no. you know, and, and they're uh, anyway, no, the and only, then they go off and do shit like this. The only moment, the only things that the Oscars I cared about were Samuel L. Jackson got, got a, it was like an honorary thing, but he got yeah. the statue and he I got, like, seeing, yeah, it's fun. I like to see him happy. I like, I like yeah. Samuel L. Jackson. It's just nice to see him smile. And then Al Pacino just, King, absolute king shit. <laughs> Just completely oh forgetting the Oscars for that um, night. I, I know that there are some films that won that mean a lot to people. I think that some people might that, listen to this every and feel, year. That's yeah, every year. Movies, and are, that's movies are good. I like, people care about seen movies. any of them. But I haven't seen whatever. just about any of the movies for this year, so I don't feel qualified to speak on you know any historic wins. You can you can get that from your entertainment Look, podcast. Pig, Pig <laughs> did not get nominated, which means that all of the Oscars are invalidated. Mm-hmm. That's my stance. Uh oh. So you do support Will giving his statue back? <laughs> I no, I support Nicolas Cage getting a statue, but not of the Oscars, just a statue of him cuddling a pig. He must have won an Oscar before. I think he's always a little too weird. Has he um, won an Oscar? He's uh, for a was it for like uh, adaptation? Leaving Las Vegas, right? Leaving Las Vegas. That, ma- that makes sense that he would have gotten something. God, that's so good. I want to rewatch that. That is that. a good movie. But man, he's fucking pig. incredible in pig. Oh, it, Katie, I think you would actually. It's it's all right, Robert. I'll watch Pig if it, you watch Patriot. <laughs> One of these days I'll get in there. One of these days I'll get in there when I'm finished watching Seth Rogen be a handyman in sure, Tommy sure. Lee's mansion. <laughs> he was also nominated for adaptation. Right. That makes sense. Didn't, All right, didn't I win. said that. I said that. <laughs> I think no. the second kind of ridiculous. So obviously, well, there's a bunch of silly takes from people like Max Blumenthal of the Gray Zone being like, this was staged in order to distract from Azov Battalion atrocities, or like this was uh, Norm 
Eason being like, this was staged in order to uh, stop um, fucking uh, people from talking about Biden's comment about Putin that people were all flipping out about. That's all very silly, but I think the silliest takes, and there's like a specific brand of these from kind of centrist liberals that's like, this is unsettling because it's normalizing casual violence. Yeah, yeah. And like, Mm. my dudes- (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> number one if you are if you are going to criticize will smith for normalizing casual violence all of the movies where he casually beats and murders people as an action star probably yes, better than yes. the time he slapped Every a dude movie. once the time, the one time movie. that all movies not will smith movies, movies in the name of at least yeah, yeah. anyway like it, it's 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 uh, uh astonishing and just like in general Hollywood exists to normalize certain kinds of violence. Like a mm-hmm. huge amount of every, any year of the money made in movies is movies that are made with the participation of the U.S. Defense Department. Um, like especially throughout the the early and middle stages of the of the war on terror. Um, and then like, how, how are you going to claim that Will Smith giving a mild slap to Chris Rock is normalizing anything when we have all just been watching cities get leveled by thermobaric artillery know, every day? On the I news. know. Like, you can't what further. Is wrong you, with you. You can't <laughs> further normalize violence in American culture. It, it can't be. Like it can't it's be possible. Die I'm sorry. By from gun violence every fucking yeah. day. Like we my, like we grew, I'm literally we, holding a gun right now. Like it's out. Like this is the I United up, States. Like we grew up before school shootings and now they're a thing like they're drills every day like yeah they do like what are you you talking about i will Uh, add one more i thought we were done oscars with our reaction to this but i got one more hot in the tank hot in the tank um everyone val there are some good points of like oh like distracting from the the significant wins or the best picture coda winning best picture and all this stuff um I would argue that you're the one doing that. Every every one of us talking about all this instead of Coda winning are the mm. ones that are doing that by us um, uh, caring about that more than everything else. We care about that, so we're talking about that. Um, but that's on us, I think. I mean, I, I think... Uh, it's fine. I, I I don't have any problem with. I think it's silly when people like Matthew De Ancona, who wrote that article about the Will Smith doctrine, Ukraine. Mm. Um, <laughs> by the way, Matthew De Ancona, I mean, former editor at the Spectator, uh, award-winning yeah, right. political columnist, uh, columnist, and and fellow at All Souls College in Oxford. Um, just an inc- <laughs> like that. That is worth making fun of uh, and even insulting. But like at the end of the day, for the rest of us, just laughing at this on Twitter. Like a famous guy slapped another famous guy live yeah, on yeah. stage. And well, like, and like, look, I'm also it, not saying that that's just laugh wrong. At that. Yeah, I'm not saying that it's wrong for us to like have a moment of like, look, it, it's a, a thing happened that a isn't thing happened cities that isn't, being leveled. Yes. So <laughs> Let's giggle we for all get to have minute. that moment. But in general, I'm like, Will was doing something that's about his life and his relationship and and the rest of us are making it a distraction. <laughs> you know what I mean? Anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah and and that's human nature. Sure. But I, anyway. Yeah. I don't know. Um, Maybe I'll regret this take tomorrow, but right now no, I'm, I'm I don't know. It. It's like, it, yeah. <laughs> and it is what it is. I don't know. It's also like, it was, it's fucked up to see like that happen. And then five minutes later, like 
Here's your award. We're, yeah, we that's, that, we was, forgot that was that was very funny. It, it's like, like it's the funniest like me, thing that could have happened. It's was like him right. It's like so bizarre. It's like funny. It's surreal. It's like it is it's fucked so up. Good. It's so uh, good. And, and like <laughs> I, I didn't even realize. I thought he won before that, and Do then guys it happened. Think that they would have asked yeah. him to leave if they didn't know that he was going to win the award. No, Probably, I don't. I think maybe. that someone's no. troll. I don't think that they knew what the reaction would be online. Because it's all about traffic. No, I think you know that, like, well, he hit a dude, so everyone's going to want to see repeated cuts to, like, him yeah, we gotta the get... rest of this ceremony. <laughs> Finally, people are caring about the Oscars again. Um, I will say one thing I, uh, yeah. I was expecting. So, obviously, like, everyone's got to take every... And, like, some of it is tribal. Some of it is just, like, here's my <laughs> fucked up opinion about it. Um, and I was expecting a lot of, like, uh, cancel culture stuff and, like, mm. you know, sensitivity to, like, oh, you did it. And, like, people who think that, like, uh, it's not a, like. I saw some. Do you mean, like, people, like, canceling yeah, one? Oh, I, I saw that kind of stuff. And just, like, there's there's a certain type of, like, Republican where I was, like, the honest the honest response that you, you should be giving. Like, don't do your little culture war stuff. If you're true to yourself and you're real, what you're going to say is, uh, it was fine. Uh, I saw a man insult another man's wife, and he went up, and he defended his oh, wife. But- and then Chris Rock acted like a man and didn't, like, he didn't, like, complain or cry or do anything and then they moved on that was that Mm -hmm. like that's like the conservative like that's what you actually believe you'd think think. and I just want to say good for and do not cut this out of context good for Marjorie Taylor Greene for sticking to that she said exactly that (laughs) oh good did she well okay like the only one I've seen who's been like I actually basically agree with her (laughs) yeah it's like here's what you think I would think and I'm gonna say it yeah. Uh, I'm not gonna try to. I'm not gonna try to warp it into like Dr. Seuss is canceled. Whatever it is, it's just this is how this is fine. How, this is how I want life and society to be, and it, it was, and that's the end of that. It's not um, how I, I thought it was very funny. Society to be, but it's like it, it, at the basic level. Oh no, everyone, I mean, I mean, Marjorie Taylor Green specifically. Yeah. <laughs> but like, yeah. I, I think everyone's actions in that instance made complete sense to me, and I have no issue with anything that happened. And we stage. have somehow gotten two full segments out of this. I you swear, goddamn God. right, we did. You goddamn right, we we did. Um, thank All you, right. Will and Chris Rock for for giving us content. Mm. So Jay, your is dying. Right? Oh, do you want to take a, gra- a a quick break and then we'll we'll, we'll get into to that to his death? Yeah, we'll we'll get we'll get Jair pilled. Bolsonaro. Jair Pill mm-hmm. seems like you're you going to get fucked up and die. You know? like, <laughs> it does seem like I don't want Jair Pill would that to get you very sick. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, I, yeah, hold on just, just a bit longer and we'll finally get to some actual to news. actual fucking news. <laughs> good lord. No, there's no other news than the news we've discussed. Uh, Welcome to the worst year ever. We'll get through together or not. When the Taliban banned music in Afghanistan, millions were plunged into silence. Radios were smashed, cassettes burned. You could be beaten or jailed or killed for breaking the rules. And yet, Afghans did it anyway. This is the story of how a group of people brought music back to Afghanistan by creating their own version of American Idol the danger they endured. 
they said my head should be cut off. The joy they brought to the nation. You're free completely. No one is there to destroy you. I'm John Legend. Listen to Afghan Star on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bean Dad, The Dress, 30 to 50 Feral Hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus, where every week I take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who were they? What made them so notorious? Why did the internet choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? I'll be talking to internet historians, experts, and yes, the main characters themselves to get a fuller picture. Because I think that even outside individual experiences, a character of the day tells us something about how the internet worked at that time and how the attention economy developed into the freaky three-headed dragon it is today. Together, we probably won't be able to properly log out, but we can take a walk down scary internet memory lane and see one day a little more clearly. Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature, and of course... We'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table because geek culture is pop culture. And we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Everything is so dumb, 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 dumb. Al Pacino didn't attend then. That's the only news. Hello, and welcome back to the news show that only talks about the news. That's right. And this is the first moment of the show that you have been listening to. There's nothing before it. This is a record for us, I think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. That was kind of news. It was kind of news. Only discussing the most important things happening in the world. Like Jair Bolsonaro. The, the, the Will Smithization. Give me that Bolsonaro so, In a similar manner to how Will Smith slapped Chris Rock mm. uh, on camera, okay, now Jair I understand Bolsonaro that, was yeah. slapped by the fact that a couple of years ago he was stabbed in the stomach <laughs> while on campaign, and now his <laughs> shit regularly backs seems, up into his yeah. nose and has to be sucked this, out. That's what happens. I mean, he is always in the hospital, well, isn't he? He's, he's Sometimes also it's like COVID bird like attacks, all right? Like, let's <laughs> yeah. be fair. Sometimes it's a bird. <laughs> You can't, obviously, a lot of the times when he goes to the hospital, 
uh, it's because of the time he got horribly stabbed in the stomach. But he also has had to go to the hospital a he number of times because he keeps times. getting COVID like three <laughs> times. <laughs> right. Well, that's the thing. It's like it's got stabbed, so like constantly need his shit his siphoned out room. of him. He's uh, the got sickest COVID man a bunch in the of times, world, and, and also it. like was rude to animals who end up attacking him, or like Wait his his vibe offended an animal. Mm-hmm. I know that, that, this that emu probably... went after him. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. I just had. There's some comedy someday about all the ways death is trying to claim Bolsonaro, like something, some bumbling mm-hmm. comedy of this man constantly um, ex- escaping death. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's, I don't uh, have it. It's also like, it's just incredible because also that emu attack was while he was quarantining for COVID. <laughs> It's very funny. It's the only pictures you'll see of him with a mask on, pretty much. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And it is a lot more funny seeing him flee from an emu with a mask on. I don't know why. Incredible. Oh, yeah. Tell us more about what's happening with him and... I mean, we don't know. He's, he's back it. in the he's hospital. Just, he's just, oh. yeah. gotta get he, he, he went to the again, hospital right? like in either like, like right at the start of the year, too, or at the very end yeah. of last year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It happens well, a lot to him. Bolsonaro was hospitalized in January for an intestinal yeah, there obstruction. We go. Yeah, that was clear. Thing, yeah. He did not need surgery. But it says <laughs> this thing, it says there's there's several times of him being hospitalized yeah. and not needing surgery. But yeah, because they does. just gotta they gotta suck the poop out of his it nose. Seems like yeah. Oh, uh, and then to get him to give like a thumbs up in the hospital bed where he looks oh, like yeah. one of those comer- like weed commercials where like <laughs> he's sunk into the couch because you're so high. He's, so, he's just he having looks a like colonic. he's melted. Yeah, he, he he's looks just checking dead in, for in a, a lot colonic. of them. It's very funny. So why is he still in charge? You know, because um, he's uh, I know the president More powerful than you can possibly imagine. <laughs> yeah, this feels. Oh, uh, yes. Yes. One of those feels like he shouldn't be. Maybe mm. but De- it definitely feels like he shouldn't be. Um. You know, I, I keep a photo album, like a digital photo album. We we got paid to endorse them last year, uh, and they sent me one. Uh, it's an Aura like digital it? frame. Um, Is it only Bolsonaro? I, I, it's only I pictures of Jair Bolsonaro in the hospital, and it sits Wait, in my really? living room. Yeah, it's it's just Robert, all the pic- and a picture of him so getting stabbed. Funny. We need a- <laughs> He's getting like shit sucked out of his nose. He's lying on his back in a hospital bed every day. When I get up, I just look over and I see first thing a different picture of Jair Bolsonaro dying. I in the would hospital. like um, <laughs> a little video. Mm-hmm. Um, of it for like a, a, enough time for us to see a couple of the pictures mm-hmm. cycle through some highlights at yeah. some point mm-hmm. on your convenience. I would love to see that. Of course. Thank you. Um, but yeah, that's what I recommend everybody do. Go find pictures of Jair Bolsonaro, print them out, you know, put them, put them up yeah. in your house, put them in your kid's bedroom. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, just get those deflated thumbs ups. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, Splatter if, you're, everywhere. if you're getting married, instead of putting together like a photo album of you and your spouse, your future spouse, maybe show your friends and family Jair Bolsonaro in the hospital. Mm-hmm. That's a nice idea. You know? I have a baby shower coming up. Maybe I'll do yeah. it for that. Show them a little perspective. Yeah, <laughs> for a baby you know. shower. Yeah, yeah, I've got one on Saturday. I was mm-hmm. wondering what to give them. So the, the, You can always give people the gift of Jair Bolsonaro slowly dying <laughs> in a hospital. <laughs> Oh God! I might have to do that now. It's a, it's a good that one. That sounds fun. It, it really, it really helps. So, Biden's got a new budget. Ooh, baby! And this you know, is fun. you could really say that that Biden is is the 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 Will Smith here, mm. slapping open handed everyone who thinks that we spend too much money on law enforcement and the Defense Department. Mm. 
Yeah. He's really, this he's feels really, like violence. He's really given a Will Smith violence. to our collective yeah. cheeks. The, the budget is the Will Smith of not having That's right. enough money. God. Not um, having any kind of social safety net. I would say of the environment. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's right. It, it's the Vladimir Putin of the United States continuing to spend all of its money on weapons for and authoritarian yeah. I do think we should uh, celebrate as opposed um, to healthcare. A pretty big mm. milestone, um, which is the defense budget finally exceeding eight hundred billion dollars. I know. I'm opening that bottle. You know, Cody, when we first started hanging out, bam, I bam. got that bottle of champagne, and I was like, mm-hmm. Cody, one of these days, they're mm-hmm. going to get that defense department budget past eight hundred billion. Plus, 800 and I'm going to crack this open, and you said mm-hmm. it's never going to happen, Robert. It's never going to happen. Well, who's having champagne tonight, yeah. baby? Now I owe you a slap in the face. Champagne, the Us. Will Smith of alcohol. Anyway, congratulations to America. We did it. Yeah. So he's he's clearly gearing up for the midterms and is making... It's one of those things. I think it's bad to Tough give the defense department any more money. I think it's bad to give federal law enforcement, ICE, even local law enforcement, any more money. That doesn't mean it's a bad move politically. Politically. This might work out for the Democrats politically. Um, Yeah, it's just so, I mean, it's obvious, an obvious signal to move movement more center and to be ignoring anything the progressives say. And it's like... Well, it's evidence that the the kind of crime panic... Um, stuff that that the Republicans have been pushing heavily, and the media has worked, um, and the media yeah. has worked. The media loves talking about crime. Um, it's evidence that a lot Everybody. of the demonization of homeless people and of migrants mm-hmm. has has really worked. Um, I like Biden, like historically, everywhere. like he's also like he'll yeah. jump at that chance. Like he yeah. knows how I, to do that. That's yeah. the thing. He's also, been doing that like, for decades. He's been doing yeah. it for so long. It's like, oh, I can do this. This is like my natural form. Uh, I can't ar- I can't argue for like giving the police less money and moving uh, funds to well, other programs or, or anything like that. But I can I can it's do this. The essence of being a moderate, really, yeah. of being like, oh, is it kind of tipping in that action? Never mind. Like just nope. going away and and never sticking firm in a direction. I mean, <laughs> so much just goes against. Even what he has talked about in his own campaigning, you know, there's so much reversal that we're seeing from him. Yeah, I mean, so obviously the bleak thing is that at the moment, you'll see this framed a couple of ways. One of them, and this is generally how news will frame it, as like most Americans don't support defunding the police. It's not a popular uh, policy position. It's also accurate to note that it's massively more popular than it was before 2020. Like it yeah. led to a significant well, surge. Also, mm-hmm. if you describe what defund the police, the phrase means, yeah. it's supported by people. Yeah. It's the same thing with the no fly zone stuff where it's like you support no fly zone. Yes. What if that's what it means this? Oh, then. Yeah. Right. Overall, um, I think what Biden is doing here is popular. Now, part of what's going to determine like it, it's one of those things. It, Increasing funding for police is something that people tend to support when polled. Um, that doesn't mean that this is actually going to get the Democrats anywhere electorally, because in part, um, the kind of the, the odds that this will have any sort of impact on the kind of crime that people are worried about in time for the midterms is pretty nil. So it's a question of will Biden kind of harping on the fact that we did increase, you know, funding. Right. Will for the these signaling actually yeah. do it instead will of the, the signaling do reform? it, or will people still be like spooked enough by crime? Are they going to blame Democrats for that? Yada yada yada. Um, 
I don't know. Like, this is one of those things where it's very possible Biden is making the intelligent decision politically. I just think it's bad, just like I think it's bad to spend $813 billion on defense or $8.1 billion on ICE. Um, But that doesn't mean it won't work because most people seem to support doing those things, which is bad, but that it's not Joe Biden's job to do good things. It's Joe Biden's job to win re-election to win re-election and like i i have to say that part of my disappointment with this um because yes you're right maybe this is the 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 way that he needs to go because like even in in circles of people that i know and people that are pretty liberal and in general once you sit down and talk to them on issues um so many people are talking about yeah but crime And Mm. there's so much that's pervasive that's happening. And there's so many talking points that it is impossible to break down and push back against it. Plus, you 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 add into that inflation, which we all know is certainly not only Joe Biden's fault. There's a lot of stuff happening in the world. And he walked into a situation. Maybe there are short term things that he could have done differently. But in general, inflation, I, I don't know. I can't speak to that. But in general, inflation is is bigger than than him. Any person in power right now would be dealing with it, right? Yeah, so, I mean, step, stepping in a year into a pandemic that be, what he, uh, there's more he could have done about, but due to social issues in the United States, right. it wasn't going to go well. It wasn't going to go well. And then you <laughs> add in this war and all, all the things, okay? So... Yeah, there's a lot going on. <laughs> there's it's a not, lot going on. So all of that, like, he's got to handle this... Uh, that situation. So I, I understand politically what's happening, but it's fucking disappointing. And it's also yeah, it's bad. What's disappointing is how yeah. many people um, uh, kind of buy the line and the panic, the panic lines and like, oh, yeah, crime is rising. And what are we going to do about the unhoused population? And what are we going to do gonna about this? And, Joe, and like nothing's changed. It's only destroy gotten worse camps, yeah. in the last yeah. eight months since he's actually been office. My God, things have gotten worse. That's what's always so frustrating, too, is it's like, do you think that it might um, need to that we may, might need a minute? <laughs> like, well, do you think that like the problems that you're you're scared about, like the fact that aspects of society are collapsing, that increasingly huge right, numbers right. of people have fallen totally through the cracks, that there's absolutely no control over, like, for example, the degree to which landlords can gouge people for rent, the fact that food prices are raising um, while wages are not raising, the fact that like things are getting a lot more desperate for people while the international system seems to be spinning out of control. Is it possible that like that has more to do with the fact that we continue to shackle ourselves to a system that trends inevitably towards um, violence and uh, 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 what's the word I'm looking for? Um, inequality than it has to do with specifically Joe Biden and that he's more of like an art. He's more of an avatar of the system than a cause of it. Like he certainly is not making it better, but he's not making it better because you elected him to represent a thing that can only go in one direction. Like, that's that's the guy Joe Biden is. That's the guy he's always been. He's always been um, that, yeah. And he's he's only gonna he's only gonna he's not gonna press hard on the gas, but he's only gonna press on the gas. Um, yes. So um, I don't and know. Not yeah, not in. Maybe overthrow the government. Look, um, he's gonna always gonna press on the gas. Know. He's not he's not in the car on the road. You necessarily want him to be on. <laughs> yeah, and um, he probably shouldn't be driving. Look, he's old. His eyesight's mm. not great. 
Um, They'll just randomly say like we, we gotta talk? we gotta get Putin out of there. Should we talk whatever? about that like, real quick while we that, have a few minutes? Oh, Is him talking the, about Putin. Talking about that thing. Quote Putin. unquote gaff machine Joe Biden. Gaff machine I, Joe Biden. I, you know what? I loved that and I loved particularly yeah. that people immediately were like, Well, he's Irish. And you know how the Irish so are incredible. <laughs> I, I, that was not a kind of racism I expected to come back in 2022. Like, like okay, we're talking about the fighting Irish. Very fun. Okay, okay, man. I guess we're doing awesome. that. Great. Um, maybe, maybe he's actually, maybe it's, he's tired. <laughs> maybe it's not the Irish thing. Sleepy. Maybe he's like. Um, uh, it's just, you know, I. Look, obviously he's no Donald Trump and Donald Trump's rambles and off book dialogues all, and off prompt or all of that was um exhausting and awful and 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 very very glad to not have to funny deal with sometimes. that all the time and funny sometimes yeah every now and then Joe every Biden got that hole in one yeah. that hole in one and when he was talking to that kid about santa so uh, many, there's so many good things that but was Joe his Biden best moment is, um <laughs> Uh, bad too at some things, and that oh, was a yeah. bad. That was a bad mistake that he made. I saw yeah, that headline shouldn't... and was like, "He said what? Look, he I said what? I that fundamentally, is... I, I agree fundamentally with the sentiment where it's like, yeah, Putin is a a brutal dictator who probably shouldn't have the unilateral ability to end yes. all life on Earth. It'd be great. He should definitely not be in power love as that. the U.S. president." You shouldn't travel to the border of the country that he governs and say oh that. That's God. not a, not a good call. It's not and a good call. At these you peace keep the, talks, that's a that's a that's a behind closed doors that's conversation. A, yeah, that's Joe. A, <laughs> he's there for peace talks, right? Or maybe that yeah. one was talking to NATO, but he's there for peace talks. It's not um, really a negotiating that's position, a then, you know. Peaceful I, regime change. Got, Jesus, those guys got poisoned. I don't know their names. Well, yeah, we'll talk about this. But um, it definitely seems like I mean, that happens a lot around around the Russian border. I know. (laughs) but There's just a lot of polonium around the border. What are are we talking about? Look, it's fine. It's not fine. It's just a a polonium. But it is. I do think you get these people who are like, there's also this. This tendency to massive overreaction where it's like, well, now we're going to have World War Three. It's like, no, just because Joe Biden said a thing that Putin has known for a while he's thinking doesn't mean Putin's going to suddenly start firing the missiles. Because among other things, fundamentally, I, I don't think he's feels particularly in danger. Like there's been the same kind of shit we see we saw from like liberals when Trump was in office, where there's all these conspiracy theories about things that are going to take Putin out of office, and there's just this big conspiracy theory about like I'm a secret FSB agent, and there's like resistance to the Putin regime, and like people mm. are gonna he's having trouble holding on to power, and it's, don't trust any of that. There's no no real evidence of it. Everything I'm seeing, like I I have not yet seen a reason to believe that Putin is not fairly solidly in power mm-hmm. and it would be deeply surprising if he were overthrown at this stage. Are you saying you someone... email those angry staffer accounts from four years yeah, ago? Yeah, it, 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 it is the foreign policy equivalent of that. <laughs> people, And it's like, he's pretty good at centralizing power and keeping it. Uh, I've got a question. Yeah. Did you guys see, I haven't seen this. Somebody mentioned it yesterday and I'm just asking you on our show. Empire um, Diaries? No, not that. Uh, um, okay. Did Elon Musk say something about he thinks Putin might be the richest man in the world? 
I mean, oh, it depends I don't know. on. Yeah, sure. In the same way that like the czars of how, Russia were, because technically all of he, the. Do you think he could be that well, much of a billionaire? <laughs> not in terms of because it's it's kind of pointless to say because he doesn't. It's like sure. it, we're the Roman empires, the emperors, the richest people who've ever lived. Well, in terms of like a bank account, I don't even know if any of them had any kind of like account right. in the bank because they're the emperor, right? The state belongs to them. Um, so you can make a case that like whatever any given Roman Empire emperor at the height of the empire was the richest person who ever lived. And you could make the state that like w- one of the Russian czars was the richest person who ever lived. And that's the case anytime you have a situation where there is a state that is extremely powerful and a single dude is effectively the owner of it. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, you could you can make that case. It's kind of meaningless because but that's, wealth. I guess the point that I'm getting out is like, what the fuck is he d- talking about anyway? Yeah. Wealth as an autocrat is different from like wealth as a businessman. Right. Like they, they mean different things, like to the extent like who could buy the most expensive things. I guess they both could to the like, I, I don't right, think like so there's Jeff no Bezos like had a bridge taken down for his yeah, giant fucking like, boat. Meaningfully, there's I don't think there's really anything that like. Elon Musk or Jeff Bezos could buy that Putin could not. Um, whereas there are things that Putin could buy that they could not. Um, yeah. yeah, sure. But uh, so, yeah, but I don't think it really matters because we're not. Sorry to derail this into Elon do you, Musk. I guess, do you, think, do you think Elon Musk could uh, poison people with polonium? I do actually suspect he could pull that off. Good. All right. Go at if it. If you can't Musk. poison someone with $200 billion, yeah. what? why even have $200 What's billion? Exactly. Which he doesn't. It's it's stocks and shit, whatever. I think it <laughs> might plenty. be time to wrap up. I don't know. Let's talk about Tremar LaSalle Dillard, stage name, Flo Rida. The fuck are you talking about, Robert? His breakout single, Low, was number one for 10 weeks in the United States. My man, what the fuck are you talking about? What, what, <laughs> you what know Flo Rida? Come on. What is this conversation now? What are we doing? No, we're talking about Flo Rida. His debut a, studio album, Mail on Sunday, reached number four in the U.S. Oh, yeah. Great that, musician. Banger? Mm-hmm. This, it was a banger. I can't remember it. He represented San Marino at the Eurovision Song Contest in Rotterdam in 2021. Oh, how about that? 22nd overall. Not bad. He's played alongside Pitbull and Kesha and T-Pain. Flow Rida. Anyway. This ending is the Will Smith of outros slapping the face of our listeners. And That's just pretty like, good, but I've got one more. Okay. Flo Rida slapped the face of the Eurovision 2021 song contest when he represented San Marino, a country that I don't know that he'd heard of before the 2021 Eurovision song contest. <laughs> Katie, save us. Save us, please. Well, I don't know if this is real or not, but it's a tweet. Oh, good. So it says, the devil works hard, but the updater of the Macbeth Wikipedia page works harder. And it's (laughs) a screenshot of the Wikipedia page. At the 94th Academy Awards, Chris Rock congratulated Denzel Washington on his performance in The Tragedy of Macbeth, verbally saying the name of the Scottish play aloud in the Dolby Theater. Moments later, Rock was slapped by Will Smith after making a joke Mm. about Smith's wife, Jada Pinkett Smith. Mm-hmm. Coincidence? Mm. Are you not supposed to say the name of the? You're not. I, 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 oh, right. I was you're in not, a theater. You're nerd. not supposed to yeah, say that out loud in a theater. It's bad. You call luck. it the Scottish play instead. Oh, okay. For those of us, I that guess I had heard the that. Boards. Yeah. Anyway, I brought it home-ish. 
um, I don't know. I'm done. Well, you know, <laughs> I, I bet it. who you know who I bet knows not to say the name of the Scottish play in a theater the is Flow Rida. There I it is. Knew. You really brought it home. You, you don't. You don't make twenty second in the Eurovision contest without knowing a thing or two about the Scottish play. You know, <laughs> I could. Mm-hmm. I could do it. Yep. End, end of show. End of show. <laughs> oh, bye. Lovely. Worst Year Ever is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. This is the story of how a group of people brought music back to Afghanistan by creating their own version of American Idol. The joy they brought to the nation. You're free completely. No one is there to destroy you. The danger they endured. They said, my head should be cut off. I'm John Legend. Listen to Afghan Star on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. As important as choosing the right destination when traveling is choosing the right travel partner. Gene! Gene Fodor! Gene was wounded. But be careful, because the worst trips result when two partners have two different agendas. The CIA really need your help, Gene. Freeze, Americano! Gene, run! Listen to Fodor's Guide to Espionage on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.